Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Today's readings are from the Memorial of Our Lady of Sorrows. Our first reading will be from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy, chapter 3, verses 14 to 16. Our responsorial psalm will be from Psalm 111. And our gospel reading today will be the first option, which is John chapter 19, verses 25 to 27. Our reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, I am writing you, although I hope to visit you soon. But if I should be delayed, you should know how to behave in the household of God, which is the church of the living God the pillar and foundation of truth. Undeniably great is the mystery of devotion, who was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed to the Gentiles, believed in throughout the world, taken up in glory. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, how great are the works of the Lord. How great are the works of the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart in the company and assembly of the just. Great are the works of the Lord, exquisite in all their delights. How great are the works of the Lord. Majesty and glory are his work, and his justice endures forever. He has won renown for his wondrous deeds. Gracious and merciful is the Lord. How great are the works of the Lord. He has given food to those who fear him. He will forever be mindful of his covenant. He has made known to his people the power of his works, giving them the inheritance of the nations. How great are the works of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. If you know me at all, you know that my kids have always been important to me. From the time I became a youth group leader at age 23, I have referred to the young people I have taught, ministered to, pastored, or mentored as my kids. I think I am as proud of them as any parent would be and worry about them just as much too. I never want to disappoint a child. I once went on a roller coaster that I was really terrified of just because some kid begged me to go with him. I still haven't recovered, as a matter of fact. And I can't stand to see a child cry. I'm not talking about throwing a tantrum cry. Those are just annoying. I mean a really, truly sad cry. So several weeks ago, I was visiting the home of one of our parish families, and the youngest child, Caleb, who I think is about six, wanted to show me how he could build a really tall building with his wooden plank set. There were a bunch of a bunch of pieces, I'd guess maybe a hundred or more. I figured he would get to about 15 or 20, and it would fall, and that would be that. I was wrong. Soon he was at 30, then 40, then 60. 
there were fewer and fewer pieces left in the box. The building was getting pretty darn tall, and with each additional plank, I got more and more nervous that it would collapse. When we got down to the last few pieces, I darn near started a rosary for the intention. I really didn't want it to fall. Not so much because Caleb would cry, I think he would have survived the disappointment, but because it meant so much to him to accomplish such an amazing task. I wanted him to fulfill his dream and to be able to brag to his friends that he did it. Thankfully, I wasn't disappointed. Caleb will make millions building luxury homes one day. I'm going to call it now. I hope he remembers that old Father Pat was there for his first big build. Today we celebrate the memorial of Our Lady under the title Our Lady of Sorrows. I have always seen this aspect of Mary in terms of her own suffering, the difficulty of her pregnancy, the circumstances of the Christ child's birth, her struggle to understand her son's mission when he strays from them at age 12 to teach in the temple. It must have hurt when she heard the people of Nazareth and the scribes and the Pharisees grumbling against her son. And oh, what a heartbreaking tragedy to watch her son be tortured and crucified. But I've come to realize that Mary's suffering did not end with the resurrection. Jesus came with an exalted mission to save you and I from the suffering that we inflict on ourselves through sin. He came to firmly establish his father's kingdom in the land of the living, as Psalm 116 reminds us. Mary, a loving mother, suffers because Jesus suffers, not from his mortal wounds, from which the pain is fleeting, but in the agony of watching us suffer when it doesn't need to be that way. If we would just abandon our egos, our selfishness, and our lives to be raised up into the glorious life of her son. When Jesus entrusted John to Mary from the cross, she became our mother, a mother who aches to see all of her kids share in heavenly joy. Thanks to my kids, I get it. And I'm more grateful than ever for her prayers. God bless you.